Welcome to Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self. I am Chris Burns, America's number one motivational speaker for fiery inspiration and GPS coach for entrepreneurs and high achievers. Each episode, we interview leaders and great role models who make a massive impact in the world to help you master yourself, take courageous action, and make every day your best day ever. Ladies and gentlemen, this guy, I, I just got recently connected with Dane and he's freaking brilliant. Okay. He's number one, he's freaking brilliant and he's just so real and has profound conversations. So you definitely want to stick around, especially if you are the person who wants to grow your entrepreneurial endeavor. You want to explore how to really impact the world, how to create massive time and abundance freedom. This is your dude. I'm so stoked for this interview. So stick around. Before we dive in, I just want to say thank you for being here, for choosing to be and become your greatest possible self and grow on this journey with us. I appreciate you. Thank you for being here. Next up is our iTunes review of the week. And this week, it's by P. Cully, who says, great podcast, informative and educational. Love the energy and the effort that goes into this marathon. Tune in and see what I am talking about. P. Cully, thank you so much for that review. And if you want a chance to get shouted out on a future 12-hour live stream, go to beergpscom forward slash iTunes or search Greatest Possible Self on the Apple Podcast Store. Leave us a review. Let us know what you love, what you want to see more of, and how we can improve the show for you. Thank you in advance for doing that. Hit that subscribe button while you're there to keep getting epic, transformational interviews like the one we're about to do with Dane. And stay tuned to become your greatest possible self. I love you. Thank you for being here. I'm going to introduce Dane to Maxwell in just a sec. Before that, grab a piece of paper, grab a pen, be ready to take notes. This is going to be powerful. So definitely stick around all the way through to the end because one idea has the power to change everything for you. Dane Maxwell is a serial entrepreneur and he has taken his businesses from mere ideas to seven-figure companies within a brief period of five years. He's gone on to create over 15 millionaires with his teachings. He specializes in helping underdogs start successful businesses. He is the author of the upcoming book, Start From Zero, which teaches entrepreneurs a new way to build businesses quickly without the risk from scratch. We are blessed to have Dane with us here today. Dane, are you ready to bring the heat, my man? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're alive and become your greatest possible self, man. Thank you for being here, taking the time out of your your creation and uh, you know orchestration of your life, dude. I, I really I'm really inspired by who you are being and how you go about entrepreneurship, man. I just really really am inspired, and I I aspire to be more like how you've created your life and how you're being a great father, how you're building businesses and impacting people, man. It's really inspiring. It is a lot to receive, and I will do my best to. Right off the bat, man, we go deep. (laughs) So, dude, we're going to dive in even further. Home is blank. What does that mean for you? What does home mean for you? Family. 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 Mm -hmm. Go deeper. Everything everything for family. Okay. Say more. Mm Hmm. is a father and as a provider i don't think there's it's it's a quite a unique pleasure to know one that i can provide for a family and spend all the time that i want with my family 
And most of us say we put family first, but then we spend 10 hours a day away from them. Um, unfortunately, because I think bad conditioning, bad programming, bad belief systems, bad relative, depending on how consciousness level you are, you no know, good or bad. <laughs> but um, yeah, that family is important and it should show in your actions. And my stance on it's not very kind. Uh, like, I think, I don't know, like people get upset with me, but it's like, if you can't create value on your own mm. as an entrepreneur, if you can't create the focus, the discipline, and the ability to face fear directly, which is not easy, then you will have to work for someone. Mm. Also, it could be more aligned for you to work for someone. Um, in which case, you know that to be true in your heart or not. But if you know, if you want to be your own boss, and that's a whole different story, man. I, I'm, I'm guessing most of you who listen to your show are not like gung ho on working nine to five. No, <laughs> <laughs> they are not gung gung ho on nine to fives. No, they are yeah. they are definitely um, you know entrepreneurs and wanting to like take that leap. And I think that's one of the things that I was inspired by in our initial conversation is how you're like such a stand for people to give entrepreneurship a shot for 90 days. So most of the people are already willing to take that that leap and figure it out, try to figure it out because there's some kind of freedom, there's some kind of value, there's some kind of significance, there's some kind of cookie in entrepreneurship for a lot of my listeners and for the people who are um, not necessarily embodying the entrepreneurial way of thinking I think what you what you, what we talked about already in our uh, initial conversation it's gonna be profound for them man and just how to go about entrepreneurship I think it's it's really beautiful um, what you're teaching man so let's dive into how you support your clients like what do you what do you stand for in how you teach entrepreneurship and teach people to create this time and money freedom? Um, just results. That's all. That's it. <laughs> it really is important. It's important to be that simple. I mean, if you look at Charlie Munger, he's 96 years old. He's a one, he's worth billion, he's worth a billion bucks or something like this. And Warren Buffett's right hand man, he's 96. He doesn't care. People ask him the most like sophisticated questions. They're like, how did China's economy continue to grow? And da, 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 da. He's like, oh, they copied Singapore. Hmm. That's it. He doesn't say anything else. You know, and like the simplicity is is quite vulnerable, but it's about results. You know, um, most of us are unfortunately very dazzled by cotton candy. Um, and listen, entrepreneurialism, entrepreneurship, whatever you want to call it, business owner. Um, first off, I'll say that there's a very big difference between a business owner who builds a business they don't have to work in mm. and a business owner that is not able to do that. Um, those are very different ways of life and, and ways of thinking. Yeah. Um, you want to learn how to build a business you don't have to work in. And I mean, you could do something very simple. Like you could do, you could, for example, for you, it doesn't have to be complicated. You could have a business that is video editors need background music for their videos. So you're going to sell them B-roll music mm. 
to put in their videos that they make for clients. All right, so you're like, well, how do I make the uh, product? I mean, we'll go to Craigslist and look at the musician. You know, go out to a uh, walk down the street if you're in a busy, busy city and find a busker. Mm-hmm. And say, hey, can you play me a happy song? Can you play me a sad song? Can you play me a moody song? Can you play me a dramatic song? And then like record it and give them a piece of the business. And then that musician's now making passive income and you've got your product created. So that's all. And then they have like a one page website selling background music for a video editor and video editors need that stuff it's a really fundamentally awful issue for a video editor and 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 that's as simple as it can be and it doesn't if if you comp you can complicate it way more than that you look at shopify store amazon store membership website software as a service ebook what else could you do all kinds of weirds you could sell on etsy you could sell on ebay you could uh have a um, content website that you run that generates ads. Um, I could do each one of those with a hundred percent success rate because I have the patterns down in my mind, which are very clear. I don't become the expert. Mm-hmm. I look for fundamentally painful issues and I put experts in place to create the solutions for that. And man, it's so, it's so much fun. Uh, it's like, it's ridiculously cool. I mean, there is, man, I don't know why I'm stumbling over my words. Maybe it's because it's six, six o'clock here. I, I kind of, I kind of get slow at six. Maybe you'll have to ask me. <laughs> well, we'll get you amped up, bro. <laughs> I want people to try a business out, but I don't want it to even think, I don't even want them to think about it as a business. Hmm. The heart of entrepreneurship is a couple things to me. It is, Thinking in ways that create freedom. Mm-hmm. And it is solving somebody's painful issue. Yeah. And you guys hear, we hear this all the time. It's like, oh, solve the problem, find any, da da da. But if you actually go and do it mm. and try it, it's quite a vulnerable experience. Mm. You know, you sit down in front of someone and you say, hey, you know, tell me about some of your problems. How, how easy is that? It's not an easy question to ask. And then you do, and someone's like, whoa, they want, they want to hear about my problems? And, you know, then they start telling you about your problems. And there are so many different examples I could go into, right? We've got the 15 millionaires, and we've got other people that aren't millionaires. And But if you want to be, if you want to find an endless source of motivation for yourself, my, all my success started the day I was really, really honest with myself. It didn't start from like a certain book. It didn't start from a certain tactic. I mean, I've tried like seven different business models. The very best business model in the world is software as a service. Hmm. Like I can easily tell you, like I built all kinds of businesses. The most pleasurable form of business is software as a service. Hmm. Well, don't you have to like write code? Nope. No, you don't. You can hire developers. Well, won't they take the product from you? Nope. You have no idea about what business is. So you think the product is everything. It's not. Watch a developer build a product and try and market and sell it. They Mm. won't be able to do it. Developers don't like marketing and sales. They like building software. So anyway, man, it's pretty, it's pretty cool when you get this figured out and it's pretty cool. Like, cause 
most folks like go into business to trade their time for money and like trade their expertise for money. And mm. it's, 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 it's terrible. It's absolutely terrible to me. It it's, it's, it's so bad. Like let's look at like examples of scarcity versus abundance. Okay. So if you have an expertise around there's something really weird, like yo-yo, like you're really good at yo-yos. Mm -hmm. So your options are you start a YouTube channel or something and then you show yo-yo tricks. Um, and then, Oh, you know what? You're going to monetize with t-shirts like everyone else does. And then, you know, Oh, you know what you're going to create? Okay. You grow your channel up to like a hundred thousand people that love yo-yo. And then you decide you're going to sell a course on how to do yo-yo. It's going to be the 15 killer yo-yo tricks you can learn in 30 days. And like you sell this course and it's like the, and you get a handhold and there's like, it includes a one-on-one -on -one Skype session where he watches you do the thing. And then yeah, he gives you coaching and mentoring on it. And you could do that. And that could be really cool. What if nobody likes yo-yos? You know, I'm like, actually, if I go to YouTube, I've never, I've never even thought of this niche before. Yo-yo tricks on you on YouTube. Yo -yo What's the search volume? Yo-yo <laughs> tricks. Yo tricks. Two hundred sixty thousand subscribers. Dang. Yo tricks is it? So now I'm going to go to this guy. No. In this video, we're going to teach you everything you need to know to get started learning tricks. Right, and then tricks like this, and he goes when he whips it around. So yo, now he's got yoyotricks.com. Let's go to the about page also. Learn how to yo-yo and da 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 da. Now, if you go to yo-yo, it's got a skill toy starter pack. It's got yo-yo products, yo-yo tricks, um, trick collections, the yo-yo tricks sport ladder, um, one-on-one beginner stuff. Find the right yo-yo. What yo-yo should you get? Find yo-yos for starters of any style. Um, and then I'm looking because product sales are all right and you'll sell, you know, products are cool, but like the money, the profit is in, is generally in courses. Mm. So if we look at the yo-yo trick sport ladder. I mean, he's giving it all away. So he's giving away. So what this guy's doing is he's using a business model where it looks like he's giving away all the education and then he's looks like he's trying to, that, then that'll sell all of his products. Yeah, magic. So this is a really this is a good expert business. It's like okay, you got your passion is yo-yoing, right. so you go on YouTube and you do it. So now um, there are there's a concept. There's technicians and then there's entrepreneurs, mm -hmm. and neither one is better or worse than the other. The technician will trade their time for money, and the entrepreneur will trade their time for ownership. Mm -hmm. So if you want to be a technician. And you actually want to be the technician at your craft, which honestly, I'm kind of exhausted with all these like self-absorbed narcissistic people that are like, this is my passion. This is what I want to do. And this is what I care about. And these are my dreams and my life and my things. Does any of that have anything to do with helping people? Well, not really. You know, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's about helping people so I can have my life and my things. Right, and right. <laughs> Where is the heart of service at in any of that? Well, I'm I'm like I'm like reasonably well off. Like I don't really ever have to work again unless I do something stupid. And and I did that by not being narcissistic. I did that by by listening to people and finding out what their issues were. 
my 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 whole framework of business fundamentally flips most of business on its head because I don't lead with product ideas. I lead with customers and the results they want. Mm-hmm. And then I don't lead with my area of expertise. I hire that area of expertise out. Mm-hmm. It is one of the most freeing and liberating things you can do in the world, especially when it's like, if you look at like, I just get, like, it just makes me nauseous, like personal branding. Mm-hmm. Who in the cares about you and your personal personal branding mm. but you know what happens is people are like that's what i need i need a personal brand <laughs> no you don't you need a very clear customer that wants a very clear result mm. that's what you need and it's like come on man like you could like you gotta get my name out there no mm. that's stupid mm. it's dumb it wastes money yeah oh, it's, it's terrible it's there's, there should be no struggle in business. Like, honestly, none. Like, none. There should be none. If you are, success should be as automatic as breathing. If you are not as successful as automatically as you breathe, then you are either doing something wrong, you're in resistance to the truth that's right in front of you, you're not listening, you're not actually listening to what's right in front of you. Like, people like well, like people in business are like, what's my, like, well, what's my ideal customer? I'm like, you already know, right? They, right in front of you, they come to you often. They spend the most money with you. They're the least pain in the ass. They get results with you the easiest. They don't ask many questions. They're happy to give you money. What customer is that? Mm-hmm. Turns out we have like four or five customer avatars for our business. Mm-hmm. And one of them we call, uh, no offense, uh, Wage Joe. Right now I wouldn't take offense to this. but So and Wage Joe is like working nine to five. He's miserable. He has mm-hmm. no cash. He has no discipline to save. He's stuck in a state of survival. He's looking for some magic bullet. You know, he wants a way out. We used to take these customers mm. and we used to be very unhappy taking them. Then we were like, okay, who are the customers that come to us that we really like? I'm like, mm. oh, wow, it's these, these people that are like really successful in their career, but they're super unfulfilled. Mm. They've already got the innate success traits. They're not stuck in a state of addictive survival, which is pretty difficult to get out of. Yep. And then they, they spend money with us easily. They get results more quickly. And so we start targeting more of what we call career man instead of wage Joe. And all we had to do was really look at that in front of us. But then again, like this wasn't my idea either. Like I wasn't like, I'm going to go because my passion is X, Y, Z. If anything, there's like a part of me that kind of resents that this is my calling. Like I'm like, God damn it. Like this is the thing that I'm doing. Okay. So is there supposed to be a little bit of, oh, it's so easy. Like, why didn't I see it before? And like almost that, that little bit of resentment to go do it. I mean, it could be an upper limit, but it's, um, it, it, uh, it actually, it solely just solely depends on my inner state. I mean, like if I'm talking with folks that are like, no BS, Hmm. get to the point I can take action. I don't have encumbered willpower. I have unencumbered willpower. I can do what I say. Then we'll sit down and get to work. I'm energized all day. Yeah. But, you know, if I if we're talking, if we're talking with people that like I can't figure my life out, I don't know what I'm doing. I have so many different passions. It's like, I mean, you might want to. I'm pretty compassionate to those folks earlier in the day. But at the, <laughs> at, the, at, the end, at the end of the day, like at six o'clock, when I'm like up we're at six hour, o'clock, shit. <laughs> You know, like, it's like, oh, all right, man, like, listen, like, what I really want to say is get your shit figured out. <laughs> like, it, it's like, wake up. Yeah. Yeah. Wake 
wake up. Yeah. Uh, if, if, if that's you with like all these passions and it's, it's difficult to do that until it's not. Mm. Um, so very briefly, like if you are struggling to find something, that is a very difficult place to be in. And what I would say is if you write down and contemplate this question, you should become very clear because there's a famous quote that says, you will know how to act when you know who you are. Wow. And so where should the work reside? It should be in sitting with self, discovering self. Like, how do you get to know who you are? Sit down, close your eyes on a pillow and do nothing and start watching your thoughts. You'll start to know who you, you'll start to know more about yourself. You'll start to know more about your patterns. If you can't sit still and meditate, it is no wonder that you can't figure out anything else in your life. Mm. Because this is this is so important. Connecting with ourself and my connecting with myself has been one of the most terrifying things I've ever done. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh my God, I'm gonna face my own thoughts. So what I do is I actually sit down and like I'll sit down in the meditation posture and I'll say, I don't want to do this. Yeah. So I'll sit down with and hold, I don't want to do this yeah. while I do it. Because that's what my actual experience is. And so then I'm like, well, I'm really in resistance to this meditation. Mm. What else am I in resistance to? Oh yeah, everything. Mm. I just can't. I just can't see it as easy because I'm not like actually doing the work. Yeah. So sit still. The worst thing will come up. Mm. Sit still, and the worst thing will come up right away. Dude, dude. Right. Something, something that's blocked me from meditation is like feeling like because I, I do it in the morning, and I'm like, oh, I'm tired. I want to lay down. It's like to zoom out and say. Chris, you're pretending that your tiredness is more powerful than you and you're going to allow it to, you know, make you lay down and, and then you're going to go to sleep and you're not going to do this meditation. It's bullshit. Like you're so much more powerful than that. Like stop allowing that to, to derail you, you know? And so I think whatever that is that comes up for people, it's their, it's their coping mechanism for me. It's sleeping. Right. So in that instance, yeah. the Jedi move, is okay so like i'm doing cold showers yeah oh merciless <laughs> merciless and i remember getting in my first like ice bath without ice in it but it was just really cold water and i screamed and cried and got out and i was like dude this is this is not as easy as Wim Hof makes it seem you know <laughs> and so i just now i've been easing into cold showers and um i was in a cold shower and I have a lot of fear, like legit fear. Like the cold water hits your skin. You're like, this sucks. It sucks. Sucks hard. It's real fear. It's like legit real. Like I'm going to die. It's cold. I'm going to die of hypothermia. <laughs> like the fear comes on so really, really strong. And so I'm like, no, screw this. I'm not afraid. Rah, no more fear. Rah, oh, yeah. Take that cold water. Rah, rah. And then all of a sudden I was like, I'm getting kind of nauseous in my stomach. This isn't working. Oh crap! This isn't gonna work. You know what? Me going raw, raw, raw is actually a fear response to fear. Wow! So what I did is I was like, okay, relax and feel that. Don't actually be afraid of the actual fear. So the fear is there, and then not being afraid of the fear. So I'd sit there in the cold of the shower and like just allow the fear without clenching mm. and when those feelings can flow as they are an aliveness will wake up in us 
and we'll start to get really connected to who more of who we are. And from that place, things do get really, really clear. Because um, do I actually resent that this is my calling? Absolutely not. Like what I what I'm I'm just uh, maybe a little bit negative at the end of the day. But like what I really, really I'm more like like I wrote a book because someone asked me to write a book. I didn't write a book because it was my passion to write a book. If anything, it was really tough. It was, I went through five editors. We wrote it for two years. The book is Seven Learning Adventures. And you go on Seven Learning Adventures, and the seventh adventure is the end. And that seventh adventure is like 100 pages of 15 different case studies of employees who transform from employee to entrepreneur. You got 15 examples in the back. You can't believe in scarcity after you read that. Mm. And scarcity is a really, really seductive thought process. It's like you are worthy of starting a business. Mm. You are worthy of helping someone. You are worthy of being rich. And the, you know the reason. You know, and it, it actually doesn't even matter because, like, there are a lot of doesn't even really matter in some sense of the word. Like, success is very mechanical. Mm. Like, there are a lot of dysfunctional people that are like narcissistic self-absorbed and they're really really successful but they have really demented self-images and like their self-esteem is like really in the tank but they're really successful well those certain kind of folks are able to suppress their emotion mm. and suppress their state and still take action in spite of their stress for the rest of humanity who is really tied to how they feel on a moment-to-moment basis it's really important to get connected to meditation in medic building metacognition mm. so that we can actually do this. So if anything, when it comes to this gift I've been given of this book that I wrote and like helping people build businesses they don't have to work in, if anything, that resentment is a subtle form of me doing self-sabotage with an upper limit because it's I don't really feel worthy of the book that I've written, you know, and I don't really feel worthy of the attention that people give me with business. And I do my best not to take it personal. Like if, if like, if my gifts in business, like, cause what I've accomplished in business is actually remarkable. Um, I've got $2 million businesses that I've built. Most people can't even build one. I've got an Inc 5,000 fastest growing company. Most people don't ever get there. I've been able to build businesses that I don't have to work in and I can step away from. And then not only that, but I had the teaching distinctions to give it to other people and help 15 other millionaires get created. Many of them are number one in their industry or close to it. And like, that's remarkable. And that's, I, I, I mean, I had a hundred bucks to my name when I started out. I, I didn't know I was any good at it. And then as I woke up to how good I was at it, I started sabotaging everything. And I picked up a guitar and went and disappeared into music for a while. <laughs> and I was like, I can't handle, I, I, I really couldn't handle the, the success I had built. Wow. Um, and I hadn't discovered identity yet. Mm. So I was driven I was driven by something is wrong with me because I believe the thought instead of just notice the thought. So when you're doing your, um, your thing and you're like, ah, oh, tired, no, and you psych yourself up and you're, you're now subtly at war with your own thoughts in a little, little bit of a way. You're like, you're like, no, I don't like this thought. This isn't right. Psych yourself up, do your work. That is inner conflict. And it's okay because like we haven't really been shown that like dude like the Jedi move and the move that's like really really hard to do mm -hmm. is to actually hold that experience as fully welcome 
and still do it anyway. And what will happen is it will be more uncomfortable initially. Mm-hmm. And then you'll kind of transmute into a state. So like if you have like, like you say, I struggle with procrastination. Mm-hmm. When you get this down, you can actually hold procrastination while you're taking action. The only difference between if you procrastinate or not in that instance is if you believe the procrastination versus notice it. So you're like, oh my God, okay, like I'm procrastinating on this. You're like, you know, I'm going to hold the procrastination and do this at the same time. So we actually like, we taught this and a guy would like hold his procrastination on the way to the gym. And it's really trippy. So like when you know, when we get to like knowing who we are, cold showers are a great way to trigger your body into a deeper state of consciousness because the cold just like wakes you up and it's, it lowers your heart rate 20 to 30, 20 to 30 beats per minute. It lowers inflammation in the body, and inflammation is the number one cause of illness. If you go to any functional medicine doctor, the first thing they test is for inflammation. And you want to know the number one cause of inflammation? is gluten. Mm. Right? So if, you have, if you've been eating gluten, make sure you get glutenza over at Amazon. because Otherwise, gluten stays in your system for six months. Damn. Um, but like in terms of building a business, why this why, – or, or like could even a business. Like maybe you just want to do that yo-yo thing. Right. But like, let's say like the yo-yo thing didn't work out. Like what you want to have, like, a, like if you want to have an immensity of financial freedom in your life, then stop trying to be an expert. Mm. And that can be very, very vulnerable to do at first. Like uh, my pregnant girlfriend, when she was pregnant, I asked her, you know, what's your number one problem right now? She's like, oh, I got nausea. This really sucks. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, you know, what would your magic wand, so like, what would your solution be? What would your dream solution be? What would you pay for? She's like, you know, I'd love a droplet. Put on my tongue. It would cure my nausea. She's like, I'd pay 25 to 50 bucks for that thing. So would you pay 50? She's like, no, pay 25. I'm cheap. And then like a minute, a minute later, she comes back. She's like, you know what? I'd pay 50. Making, yeah, I can do 50. <laughs> making teas a pain in the ass. <laughs> making teas a super pain in the ass. So yeah, sure, I'll give you 50 bucks. So um, now, I can, now I can go and look up herbalists. Mm-hmm. acupuncturists, naturopathic doctors. And I can say, listen, I'm looking to try to make a little potion tincture that will help women with nausea during pregnancy. Do you happen to know how to do it or know anyone that does? Mm-hmm. The person that does, I'd like to partner with and give them 20% of a business that I'm starting. Um, and, and that's what we'd like to do. And so now, like I sit with my pregnant partner, Hey, what's your number one problem right now? Ah, da, 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 da. What would your dream? What would your dream solution be? Ah, da, 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 da. And like, what would you, would you pay for something like that? Oh yeah. What would you pay? Uh, boom. Okay. Now go find expert. And you could be 16 years old and do that. You know, I, I, I um, build a business you don't have to work in hmm. and to build a business you don't have to work in. You, you want to stay away from being the technician. Hmm. And if you can, um, if you can work from a place of joy, unconditional joy, that is the, I think the next great frontier of, of human endeavor is to work from a place of unconditional joy instead of a place of lack. Yep. You know, this sucks. I don't like this. I'm going to take action from this place and I'm not liking it. Versus like joy is like, this isn't aligned to me. I want to create something different. Mm. You still take action, but the, and this is what I want to help people do because if you look at Arnold Schwarzenegger, his muscle tone is literally different than another bodybuilder. And if you look at the muscle tone in Arnold and you look at how Arnold's like smiling when he's working out, 
he's happy in the dune. Yeah. Got a thousand more crunches. Yeah. yeah. Oh. And then the other guys in there is like, my abs aren't good yet. Oh, lack. Mm. Oh, my abs are. I don't like mm. my abs yet. I don't, I don't like like they're like literally like it's like lack, but it's terrible comparative to the joy you could be like. Ah, I'm gonna get this better. I'm gonna get this better. You know. And if if you can build a business from that joy place, mm. then then you're pretty untouchable because. If your product fails, your automatic response is then curiosity. Mm. Right. So like a product, like you like release a product and, and you know, I just would like to get um, a little extra vulnerable than I usually would and just share with folks right now. Um, my, uh, my stomach is hurting in this moment. Um, or it's not, it's not hurting, but it's, um, you know, I, I really have trouble. But what's like where where I'm at right now is I feel like a little bit like I'm putting on a show, hmm. and that's causing me a lot of stress. I don't want to put on a show, so yeah, I'm a little intimidated to be on the show. Um, I know I was super confident on the phone with you yesterday. Um, then we get on here, you know, and it's Facebook Live, and it's this 12-hour thing, and I feel um, a little intimidated, like, oh my crap, I don't know if I have any value, any value to offer. And I want to share all that, because it's present, and also because I want people to trust me, and so I just want to be honest to do that, and also... These are only thoughts. Well, they're not actually me. <laughs> so it's all good. <laughs> Freaking love you, bro. This, this what? Is, oh, okay. This is gold. This is gold. Okay. Like, is gold. start. Tr tr um, I'll tell you, one of the greatest joys for me was building my first product and getting a credit card charged through it. Oh, felt good for like three weeks straight. Mm. You know, I got a product built, it was like a software product. Yeah. Someone in like Slovenia built it. And I, that wasn't someone. It was Billy and Nicola. I will never forget them. Mm. And um, we built the product and it would take, you know, the way I built my businesses when I was in my 20s is I built software. And I love software because software, you could take a sheet of paper, this empty sheet of paper, and then you could draw an interface. With a piece of pen, he says, yeah, I want a software. All right, let's make a uh, let's make a yo-yo app. Okay, so all right, um, you know what would you like to learn? And then it's beginner, intermediate, advanced. And you like go something like this. Mm -hmm. What would you like to learn? Beginner, intermediate, advanced. And then you have an arrow go over, like, say, if they pick beginner, it's like, which one of these tricks would you like to learn? You write out the five tricks. And then you um, then you take your iPhone. I have my iPhone handy. I would do video of it. And I'd say, all right, I'm looking for a designer developer to build me an iPhone app. And here's what I want. I want it to do this. And I want it to do this over here. And I want it to do this over here. Like, if you actually, I'm actually building a software product right now. I'll share my screen. Um, and I posted my job on Upwork here, uh -huh. 
um, and here's my job. And software is such a great business because you work once and get paid forever if you build the product right. But here you can see SaaS, software as a service, which means SaaS, yep. to, help, to help course creators make students more successful. So I'm going to make a, a software product for course creators that increase the success rate of their students. Mm -hmm. and, um, and I'm solving my own problem here first and then i'll see if other people want it but i definitely want it for myself but if you look at this i posted this one day ago mm -hmm. there are 54 proposals from developers to build this for me wow so i go through this and then i look in my proposals and i scroll down this and i see hi dane i'm think i'm the best candidate i've watched the video from loom okay great i know he's looked at the video okay i'm gonna i'm gonna like this guy um but then you go um that one, that, this one looks like a good one. Maybe I should talk to this guy too. But like, there's a lot of these that aren't good. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of these folks, I've, oh, I've already thumbs up these. So these are the good ones. But if you're like, this this one here is like, I have excellent experience with PHP, blah, blah, blah. You didn't read my description. Okay. <laughs> okay. Hello, Zorin. I'm from Serbia. I have seven plus years. Oh, I've checked your video. Okay, maybe. Okay, that's fine. So you're starting with your technical. Listen to me. I want to feel listened to. Hey, Dane, I checked your requirements for watching the video and felt that I'm a good fit for boom. Okay, great. I'll look at that one. Hey, Dane, I'm a full stack developer, having architect, da 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 da. Uh, did he listen to that? I don't know. Let's go look at another one. But there's 54 people here. Um, and then here's an agency. I don't like, I don't, I don't like hiring agencies. So I want to talk directly to my developer. I don't want to have to talk to someone and have them talk to someone and talk to me. So I don't do that. Mm -hmm. And like, this is a product that I'll build, I'll build, and it'll have, I'll have like the first version and three weeks and in order to build the product all i did is i went into lucid chart over here and i put a i put a little chart together so this is how the software product is going to look it's called the facebook group helper for lack of a better word right now but it's going to have a list of all of my students that are members of a facebook group uh -huh. take all the members of a facebook group it'll put them in a list and it'll get the journey and destination and these are the specific micro steps and goals that they can complete yeah. Um, so when they've got their first ad created, they can check that off and then upload screenshot proof. Um, and then so they can see all of the students and everybody can see everyone's progress and be competitive. They'll be collaborative. As the admin, I can see every one of my students and adequately care for them and make sure they're actually getting what I said earlier, which is the only thing I care about, which is a result. Yes. And so this is going to help the result. And then here's the most commented threads in the Facebook group. So otherwise it's hard to track the most liked threads and the admin favorites. So it's really nice and organized. And this is just for myself, and I'm super excited. And you have your, okay, your first paying customer, it's been seven days since you've got that. First lead generator, it's been three days since they've been working on this one. Okay, you got your first trade client, it's been 21 days. Okay, like let's click on this, and maybe everybody we can send Lindsay a message and send her some support. She's not got her next action step done. Oh, wait, maybe Lindsay's taking a break, so we don't need to have the notification. So this is the product. So then I create this, and this takes me less than 30 minutes. Okay, wow. no, you know what? 30 minutes. Maybe an hour if I'm like, you know, I do, I do it on paper and then I came in here. And, but like you imagine all your students coming here, they got first paying customer, mm -hmm. they click that, then they upload screenshot proof. I'm going to have an amazing army of testimonials. Damn. It's going to help my course sell even better. But now, because um, what, what sells? Results sell. Yeah. If you go to if you go to wait if you go over to weightwatchers.com right now, I see here, look, I'm finally picking up speed here. But if you go if you go over to weightwatchers.com and you see Georgia lost 122 pounds, is it anything like and look, it shows her eating. Yeah. 
It doesn't show her in yoga pants sweating doing squats in the gym. Nope. It shows her eating and it shows that she lost a res- she got a result. Look at Misty. She's having fun on her phone. Does that <laughs> doesn't have anything to do with it? But it's like it's got a result. It's got a result. Yes. Like results are the listen, the most amazing thing I'd ever tell you about business is you could be 10 years old, 12 years old, 40 years old, 80 years old. Business does not discriminate on age. It does not discriminate on looks. It does not discriminate on intelligence. It does not even discriminate on income or graduate degree or anything like that. The only thing that you need to be able to be in business is to be able to generate a result of some kind. As soon as you are able to generate a result of some kind, you can be in business. And the good news is you can hire experts to help you create those results and give them a percentage of your business and repeatedly create an abundant source of business from scratch over and over again without risking anything financially. So we go over here, though, and we get this. And I am stoked for this. Like, I'm going to be able to finally see all my clients where they're at, see, like, all my students. And like I'm just so excited about this. So now I go, Paige. So now I hire. I, I, I go online and look at my job posting. Watch how easy my job posting Hello, I'm Dane, serial SaaS entrepreneur looking to partner and build a new SaaS product for the education space. The product is for course creators who put their paying student groups on Facebook. I want to get this built as an MVP, which is a minimum viable product as possible for myself first. Please watch this. And then it goes to this link. And then it it has me a five minute video where I literally just walk through that thing and tell the developer what I want to build. And then they can just, and they like, this is like, like, look at this. All right. So let me know if you think you want to work with all the members. In, a, in rows here. That's all I need to do to be able to build a software product. Dang like, it. and now I go play video games while my software is built. Yes. Right? I, go, <laughs> I go take walks, you know. Like, I, dude, I played some Warcraft 3 before this interview. <laughs> Maybe that's what slowed my brain down. For crying <laughs> I, I, got, I got, I lost because the guy mm-hmm. was faster thinking than me. So then I got this. I post this and then I get 56 submissions and I'm like, crap, I don't know who to hire. You know what? I'm going to hire three people at once. I'm going to all give them a week to work. And the one I like the best is well, the one I'm going to go with, you know? And then so like, by the way, I, I charge like five grand a year to teach people out of the software and people, plenty of people pay it because you can make a lot of money in software. Yeah. But so what happens here and this, what I'm showing you is so second nature to me, but people are like, wait, slow down. What are you mm. talking about? Mm. We got this page one here. Now page two is here. So I'm like, all right, we got version one, the teacher registers then they enter the facebook group url then they create the steps in the student journey then the software is going to grab the students from the facebook group it's going to put the students in a list in an app and then students could log in and check off their to-dos and upload screenshots mm. there we go this this is like how i built my i built my software and then i post on this and all, all the developers are telling me like i'll build it with react and mongo and my stuff like i don't care what you're doing just build me the product <laughs> And like, so, but this is an example of a product I'm building and I'm extremely excited about it. Yeah. I'm also very, very excited about my book. It's, yeah. the book's really cool, but you know why I'm, I love my book. Like the book is freaking phenomenal. Like if I pull up, if I actually, since we're like showing my screen, if I pull up my, <laughs> like if I pull up my book here, I hate this PDF reader. I don't know why I got defaulted to me, but so, okay. Start from zero, build your own business experience, true freedom. Mm-hmm. And then down here like this book's amazing like um, I'll show you the table of contents um, so we begin the book with thanks starts with gratitude um, then I get the book in four pages so if mm-hmm. you want to get the entire book you can get it in four pages because what do people want to know when they read a book they want to know what the fuck the book's about then it goes on seven learning adventures 
The first adventure is the three little rocks you take and put in your pocket before you go on adventure two and three, where you learn what you do and don't need to start a business. Mm. And this is where you do the deep identity work, where you face your own mind and find confidence and inspire your own heart and align your environment so it serves you instead of fights against you. And then how do you deal with losing motivation? And so all this is what you do and don't need. And then you go to adventure four and you learn how to build the four buildable brains. The surveyor finds the land, the tiller tills the land, the planter plants the plants, and the gardener grows them. When you build these four brains in business, oh man, can you do some cool stuff. Most entrepreneurs have one or two, maybe three. Mm. If you build all four of these brains, then you just create profitable things over and over and over again like nothing. Kind of like I'm doing with the software product. So now that you got adventure five, and that's like this one of the things that I'm doing. And, and I'm relatively focused too, by yeah. the way. So then we got adventure five, the seven buildable skills, how to use words that sell, how to do ownership versus expert thinking, ownership versus expert thinking. How do you make and cross that chasm? Becoming the newbie. The newbie is a huge advantage. You want to actually be the newbie. You think that being a newbie leaves you at a disadvantage. It actually creates an advantage if you know how to be one. This will show you how. Outcome thinking versus process thinking. The skill of income happiness and how to actually measure that and do that right. Then how do you learn from mistakes and breaks of integrity when you screw up? And then also how to make the biggest leaps possible, like quantum leaps as quickly as you can. And then there's like, you know, seven day adventures to opening your money mind and things like this. But then you have adventure six, the oops, this adventure six, the four levels of entrepreneurship. These are the four growth levels of entrepreneurship that someone matures through. And then you have adventure seven, the halls of transformation. You got these 15 success stories, a guy that was going to be a missionary and now he's a millionaire. A guy working 50-hour weeks to travel in the world with a laptop. Someone in the nonprofit world was tired of asking for money, so now she creates her own money. A pest control inspector that used to in inspect their homes now bought the dream homes that he used to go into. This guy no longer wakes up to an alarm clock, and he used to drive in the San Francisco train every day. This, this guy works anywhere she wants. This one down here was climbing the corporate ladder. Now she'll make 60 grand in a day. Yep. This, this Hispanic ex-hotel employee now created a million-dollar business in the Spanish-speaking market. This college dropout built a $6 million per year business. Like, what does it take to do this? It takes a new mind. And thank God the mind is renewing itself every day. So if you watch Netflix and you do these things every day, you're literally changing your brain every single day. Watch the shows you enjoy. Please do your relaxation time. Like, let me, like, I really enjoy... I really enjoy Warcraft 3 because it's from my high school time. And it's so, it's so like, it's so demanding on my brain because you can tell <laughs> my, brain's pretty, my brain's pretty like, you know, like it holds space for a lot of complicated things at once. And so like having that, that's a really stimulating environment for me. But like, so do what you enjoy, but like know, know that you can build a new brain. This mm. Now, and like, check this out, like in Adventure 7, if we go to like almost a missionary to a millionaire, like let's go down to page 211 like this book is such a work of art. Like, oh my God, like that was so much work. Um, like, I mean, just get, just collecting 15 testimonials enough was kind of a pain in the butt. And that was, <laughs> that was just the last part of the book. Okay, so now here's Dave Rogan Moser. Dave Rogan Moser is the founder of useproof.com. Mm -hmm. Useproof.com is the famous software product. And I taught Dave, I was the first guy to teach Dave online. And now Dave got all these testimonials everywhere else. But Dave learned how to build software. Now he owns Useproof. Okay, I'll take credit. I'll take the credit for what credit's due with Dave. But if you look at if you look at Dave, and I'll take the modest form of credit because Dave is it would have been a successful no matter what he did. I just happened to be a mentor. But if you look at his Hexaco score, Hexaco is a twenty six factor analysis of the personality. Twenty six different factors. Look at this: sincerity, fairness, fearfulness, anxiety, dependence, sentimentality, social self esteem, social boldness, sociability, liveliness, 
forgivingness, gentleness. How gentle are they? And then you go down here, you've got creativity, inquisitiveness, diligence. Five out of five, the dude works hard. The average is 3.8. So you start looking at this perfectionism. He's a one out of five, which means he doesn't care if something sucks when he launches it. Damn. Can you imagine if you take this Pexico and you find out your perfectionist is a four out of five, now you know, and now you have something to work with. You can actually, you can like actually heal that mm. if you want to. Like if your perfectionist is at a four, then that's generally, let's blanket it, even though it may not be true. Like fear of worthlessness. If people see you, they're not going to love you. What your, your stuff is to be perfect or you're not worthy. Mm. Like one of these stories, and you can actually heal that inner identity you have around perfectionism and then potentially drop this and then start launching stuff that you would think is crap. But Dave owns a multi-million dollar SaaS business with a perfection of one. So now you're going to see a hexaco for every single one of the 15 success stories. There's nothing like this book anywhere in the world. And it was hard work to put together. But one thing that I really find interesting. So Dave's one of the millionaire six millionaire examples. I think there's four millionaires out of the 15 examples in this book. So, so that everyone doesn't seem so outlandishly out of reach. Like there's a, a, there's a stay-at-home mom. She makes 60 grand a year. So she can stay at home with her kids. And she's in here too. So once, once you had the new brain, you just basically like, if you put like, so this book is the new brain. Read this book over and over and over again on your nightstand until you walk and live these pages. This will build the new brain. Once you have the new brain, then at that point, you can create whatever you want. Whatever you want. But you need a new brain. Because like if the, the brain that you have now, okay, let's, okay we'll, we'll, we'll say this in this way. If you are not happy with your life, we'll talk to this group first. And that's a very brave thing to be admit about. Like, you know what? I'm not happy with my life. But what's also kind of scary is if you say, you know what? I'm not happy with my life. And I'm actually kind of okay that I'm not happy with my life, which is why I'm still unhappy with my life. Like, you're like, listen, like if I know I had a business and I had freedom and I had all these things and I successful, I'd be really, really happy if I had all that. And I knew if I worked really hard at it, I could have it. Then wait, do I actually have a fear of happiness if that's the case? Mm. Like, we can look at that. Like, cause fear of happiness is real, especially for me. Like my brain was wired with so much sadness growing up that when happiness happens, my brain's like unsafe, unsafe, run away. And so I'm having to realign my neural structure, my neural circuitry around happiness. And it's a slow gradual process. But now if you look at this with, um, with, uh, if you're not happy with your life mm -hmm. and your brain is the one that put you in the situation where you're unhappy. Then that same brain probably shouldn't be trusted to create the happy life. Right. In other words, abandon all you know and build a new brain. And I reckon I really recommend that. And you know, I, I think it's a safe bet with a book like this because it's grounded in 15 years of research. It's got 15 case studies, it's got all this data with Hexaco. It's not like these are my random opinions on entrepreneurship. This is like, hey, dude, I'm bloody and bruised, and I found out what works and what didn't, and why don't I save you the hassle? Mm -hmm. But if you look at this, um, Dave is one of the four of the 15 millionaires, and if you look at the Hexaco scores, and it shows his revenue, or it gives the revenue numbers, and it talks about the customer, the pain, the solution, the offer. Customer pain solution offer is the foundation of every income stream. What's your customer? What's your pain? What's your solution? What's your offer? Mm -hmm. The customer pain solution offer, you can build rapidly build income streams with that. That's the surveyor brain, okay. right? Surveyor, tiller, planter, gardener. So um, in the Hexaco, if you look at his fearfulness, it's 1.25 out of 5. Mm. Very low fearfulness. 
if you look at all most all the guys that have million dollar businesses, like three out of the four of them have remarkably low fearfulness. And mm. they're all they all have seven figure incomes. One of the guys on here has the number one fastest growing company in his industry. And his fearfulness is crazy low. And like, you know, he's nuts, man. Like if, if a great white shark attack happens, he'll go surfing the next day in that location. <laughs> Because no one else will be surfing there. He's like, sharks don't attack to some <laughs> And he's like, plus, you know, there's no one there. So I don't have to confuse them. Like, Damn. So like he, but he's like somewhat rational about it. But like, I mean, I don't know if I had that level of fearfulness. <laughs> but like, you take this and look, the anxiety is low. The dependence, yeah. dependence is in the middle. Sentimentality. If your sentimentality is high, that would generally mean you like hold on to employees that aren't really good fits. Mm. But he's got a lower sentimentality. So if someone's not performing, he's like, listen, you're not a fit here. That's okay. You need to go. You know, it's just not working. <laughs> so anyway, you have this. Um, liveliness is literally almost a five. He's lively. He can bring it across the finish line lively. But, you know, you don't have to have this to be to be successful. Because, you know, I talked to one of my entrepreneur friends. I'm like, oh, ha, ha, man, your liveliness is a two. You can't get anything created. He's like, oh, blah. <laughs> Well, it's like blah blah blah. Then you know what I can do? I can just hire someone that's lively. Yep. It's like, damn, that's some real touche. <laughs> so like, if you look at this book and you've got like the seven learning adventures, you've got the four brains, and the book's are really a great work of art. This um, this book will help you build the brain to know that entrepreneurship is possible. Thank but you. I want to I want to show um in the time remaining. What something that may it actually end up being one of the greatest works from the book, mm -hmm. and it's the four growth levels of entrepreneurship. Okay. Um, let me let me get the. Um, I think this is the uh, this is the good one here. Okay, so if I make this full screen, mm -hmm. and we look at this here, so this is the four growth levels of entrepreneurship. Yep. From if you see up at the top, you've got beginner, minor, major, league, and all stuff. Yep. Um, and then the personal game is the top, and it's the biggest category for a reason because most all of your business issues are personal issues. Mm -hmm. So personal is the biggest, and then sales game underneath it, and then how's your level of action mm -hmm. underneath that? So what you can do is you want to shoot for the all star category in every area. Yeah. So what you do is I'm getting I'm going to get this printed and put over my kitchen table and look at it so I can assess where I was each day. Yeah. But for example, if we look at for uh, let me get my uh, my mouse back here. Okay. So if we look at like where the focus is mm -hmm. for a beginner, their focus is just all over the place. The minor leaguer, their focus is only on like the next thing. Mm -hmm. The major leaguer, their focus is on generating results, and the all star, their focus is on the vision. Then if we look at like the self-identity, the beginner, their self-identity is what others say. The minor leaguer is how others respond to them. Like if you get rejected, that's who you are. The major leaguer is like, listen, I get results. And the all-star is a steward to the vision. That's where their self-identity is. Look, I'm here to be part of this vision. And then if you look at the view of sales, the beginner has a negative view of sales. Minor leaguer is afraid of sales. I'm afraid of it. The major leaguer thinks sales is fun, and the mm. all selling is noble. Wow. So, like, this is also part of the book. This is Adventure Six. Mm. Um, I'm really, really inspired by this piece 
you know, when I said I'm not exactly certain I feel worthy of having been a part of creating this, mm. I sort of have this innate gift for business that I kind of turn off most aspects of my brain and let this stuff sort of come through. Mm. Um, and this is my gift to give to the world, so I want to give it. And, you know, when I think about this book over here, it's such a beautiful book. And Start From Zero, that name I heard through a sort of metacognitive hanging out in the quantum field, ethereal realm. And, like, you can kind of hear, Start From Zero. Yeah. Oh, I want to steward. Let me take that. I'm going to steward that idea. I'll be the steward of that one. And so I am. And it's a, been, it's, it's a real big honor to have this book. And this book is still, and I, it is great as the book is, it's based on where I am right now, it's still not as exciting to me as the software product I just showed you. Mm. And if you look at it, because the software product I work and set up and it runs without me, yeah. the book continues to take promotion, continues to need sales, continues to... So the part is like, oh, man, I really got to be like responsible for pushing this book and stuff. It's like, well, yes, you know, like if there's someone out there that like could read this book and then create a better life. And then I had a guy email me the other day. He emailed me the other day and he said he was teaching his son who was 12 years old the stuff that I was teaching him. Damn. So that's pretty that's, cool. That's legacy. Legacy impact. And it's not as still as not exciting. <laughs> you know, I just, and i can't i can't really like i mean you saw that like with the software literally i draw something like okay i need to have this i draw it on a sheet of paper for half hour i come on lucia charge for like a half, like a half hour half hour an hour somewhere in there and then i go on upwork and i, I shoot a little video i'm like all right here's my software here's what i wanted to do let me know if you want to do it and i get it posted and one day goes by i get 56 people that want to build it i'm going to hire three people after we go get one within a month i'm going to have a product made that's helping my business that i can then show other course creators and hopefully they're like dude where do i get that and then we can take it to the next level if no one else wants it at least my students are more successful dude Fire. Dane, <laughs> you turned on the gas at the end, bro. Yeah, <laughs> like, pedal to the metal. <laughs> you think people stuck, do you think people stuck with it? Past the first 20 minutes of blah, blah. <laughs> it's gold, man. It's gold. I, I really like. I really hear, as you're describing the, the the things that you're creating, I really see you light up, man. And it's, oh, it's so, so beautiful to like see that and see the impact that you're able to make on others and also like what lights you up is like freedom to do even more of what you love you know like it's a win-win like you get you get both worlds because you know you're coming from this solution mindset where someone actually has these problems like there's entrepreneurs who are actually really sucking at entrepreneurship there's course creators who are really sucking at delivering their courses so it's like you know hey i'm i'm building something that actually makes a difference and it gives me freedom so it's like it's freaking awesome i love it dude Gold. I greatly appreciate it. I, I um, if if people um want, they can find the excerpt of the book on startfromzero.com somewhere. Okay. Uh, you okay. know, there. Uh, give me the give me the name of your podcast again. It's like the best life. Something Be the other. Becoming your greatest possible self. Yeah, startfromzero.com. Well, you know what? People are, are people listening right now. Uh, there there are some. There'll be way more on the podcast. Okay. Um. Yep. So startfromzero.com um for people listening now and startfromzero.com forward slash becoming and you can get a free book excerpt no email cap required startfromzero.com forward slash becoming
Can we do GPS? GPS, greatest possible self, GPS? Yes, we certainly could. GPS. <laughs> Actually, that was already taken by... Um, Damn it! Someone else that has the goodest possible life podcast. <laughs> I love it. I love it, Dan. com forward slash GPS. I love it. Dude. Thank you so much, man. Like just you turning on, lighting up, being being you, uh, inspiring other people to do it. I'm I'm definitely getting the book, man. Gonna read it and like I love I love what you said about like keeping it by your nightstand and just keep rereading it, rereading it until you become that. I literally wrote that on my on my um, goals for the year. Like this is what I'm gonna do. I said find three to five books that I just keep studying and studying and studying. Like my core books. The Bible is one of them. I see your book as that second one that I'm really going to just dive into, man. So I, I just I love what you're doing, Dane. It's freaking freaking awesome. Thank you, Thank you brother. I, I, I hope you see the hard work and put into it and that you find it was a worthwhile decision to keep it there. 100%. And I, and I, I want people to like, you're worthy of creating a business, guys. You're all worthy of it. You're worthy of, you're worthy of creating these software things. Like you're worthy of creating books. You're worthy of creating products that help people. Yes. You're worthy of finding problems. And if you're past that, you're like, listen, I already know that. Then like, you're wor- like, if you're at seven figures, you're worthy of a 10 if you want. Or, you know, we all have, all of us have certain upper limits and how we meet those with love will determine on whether or not we're able to sustain the success that we're doing. Dude, I love it. Dane. Thank you so much. Everyone go to www.startfromzero.com forward slash GPS and get the book and uh, keep keep showing up, man. Keep playing Warcraft. Keep being a great dad and keep keep uh, keep working your magic, dude. I'm stoked to see the, the impact as it continues to, to grow and evolve. It's beautiful. Thank you for having me. Thanks for giving me a voice. Thanks for being here, man. See you soon. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for tuning in. Right now, we've reached the end of this episode, but this is the start of a whole new beginning. Each and every moment, you have an opportunity to rewrite your story. Right here, right now, decide and commit who you are going to be. Think about how you will use these ideas, wisdom, and inspiration to make the difference in your life. What actions will you take today and every day to step into your greatest possible self? Again, a big shout out to our sponsor, EmployeeEscapePlan.com. If you're committed to learning how to truly harness your abilities and passions to serve the people who are hungry and desperate for what you have to offer, make a great income off of your genius, or if you're ready to get more clients to pay you more money, head over to www.employeeescapeplan.com and let Joe know you were sent by Chris. Did you enjoy this episode? Let your friends know about it. Share the website, beyourgps.com and send me some love on social media. If you want to clarify your vision, uncover blind spots, get more energy, tap into your flow and take massive action, Head over to beyourgps.com forward slash coaching to schedule some time into my calendar. Now, master yourself, create your reality, and make every day your best day ever.